0: If you're listening on a podcast platform, you can also find the store link in the description for today's episode. And don't forget, subscribe to StarGlow Plus to skip the ads on all your favorite StarGlow podcasts. Happy listening! Good morning and welcome to Kid News. I'm Tori. Today is Monday, November 23rd, 2020. And we begin with all eyes on the calendar. Sometime between December 11th and the 13th, high-risk Americans can expect to receive the first doses of what is hoped to be a pandemic-ending vaccine. The news came from the head of Operation Warp Speed. Dr. Monsef Slowy said yesterday that an advisory committee will review Pfizer's application on December 10th and, if approved, will ship the medication within 24 hours. First in line, healthcare workers and the elderly, perhaps as many as 20 million of them by the end of the year. Kids can expect to get theirs by the middle of 2021. The doctor also tried to calm fears that the vaccine isn't ready. Not only is it safe, he said, but it's almost full insurance against the pandemic. What does her own Dr. Brock think about it? She calls it this generation's moon landing. You can find her latest blog on the new vaccines on our website at www.kidnews.org. Two reveals are expected today. First, Oxford Dictionary will announce its Word of the Year for 2020. Last year's was climate emergency, which reflected any situation that required immediate attention to avoid an environmental crisis. Not guaranteed, but in all likelihood, this year's will have something to do with COVID. And second, in a break from pandemic news, the National Zoo will lift the curtain on a name for its new panda cub, which is now three months old. How long is too long to wait for a burger? If you're an In-N-Out fan, that's a question without answer. Those hoping to christen the chain's first two locations in Colorado cooled their heels in line for more than half a day on Friday. The expansion comes at a time when many businesses are downsizing or closing. But not so for In-N-Out. The Aurora Police Department tweeted, It's official. Traffic is double-double animal-style right now all around the mall. We are on hand helping manage the massive traffic, 12-hour wait, with a line one and a half to two miles long. And of the other location, the Colorado Springs Gazette reported that one man from Southern California decked out his Toyota to look like the car in Ghostbusters, pulled into the drive through on Tuesday and slept there until Friday's opening just to be customer number one. An update now on the Christmas tree stowaway. Rockefeller, the little owl that survived the chopping, wrapping, and 175-mile trek from Oneonta to midtown Manhattan, spent the weekend in rehab. Yesterday, he was moved outdoors to get used to the weather, while wildlife experts search for a place to give him a second lease on life. He was expected to be released late yesterday or sometime today. Rocky has been a welcome diversion for the 75 foot Norway Spruce, which has taken a beating on social media ever since its arrival. Under its picture, the comments, If 2020 was a Christmas tree, is Charlie Brown the theme this year? And Send it back and ask for a refund. It's a gem of a breakthrough and one Superman might want to take note of. In nature, diamonds form over billions of years under immense pressure and smoldering temperatures. Scientists wanting to sidestep Mother Nature have, for decades, followed the heat and pressure method to make them in labs. But now, Australia researchers have upped the ante. They've found a way to create two varieties in minutes, and for the first time, at room temperature. According to the journal Small, Scientists had to apply to carbon the pressure of 640 African elephants on the tip of one ballet shoe and add a twist. Apparently, it's that shearing motion that is the secret sauce. And while no one really wants to be the one to give suggestions to a superhero, those involved in this discovery told Cosmos magazine, if Superman trades out his coal for graphite and adds the shear, he'll significantly up his diamond-making game. In other Kid News notes, despite the pleas from health experts not to travel, plenty of Americans are on the move. Airports reported more than one million passengers on Friday. That's less than half on the same day last year, but still the second most since the pandemic began. And the latest in-demand item at the grocery store, small turkeys. With big gatherings on the don't list this year, demand is up for dinner birds in the 10 to 14 pound category. That's down from the 20-pounders that are usually the most sought after. That's it for Kid News. Don't forget to rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts, and you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as well. Now, our Kid News quiz. When might high-risk Americans start receiving a coronavirus vaccine? The earliest date would be between December 11th and 13th. How long did In-N-Out fans in Colorado wait for a burger? More than 12 hours. How did scientists describe the pressure needed to make a diamond? Like 640 elephants on the tip of a ballet shoe. How many passengers traveled through U.S. airports on Friday? More than a million. And one for the road. There's no need to worry about Santa getting or giving COVID. Dr. Anthony Fauci made a point yesterday of letting everyone know that the big man has immunity, even though he's older and overweight. Just to be safe, though, he's making fewer appearances, and health experts are urging him to get vaccinated with the rest of us. As Dr. Peter Hotez of Baylor College of Medicine in Houston noted, the ventilation in Santa's workshop is not the best, and opening windows in North Pole's winter is problematic. The good news is that mass compliance there is pretty good, and the elves are committed to social distancing. Mrs. Claus has implemented a program of regular testing, and the reindeers now lead contact tracing. Before we go, it's time to turn it over to Kim for
1: today's Kid News (laughs) Shoutouts. Thanks, Tori. First, we salute our awesome teachers and their students, starting with Mrs. Cheryl's class at Prattville High School in Prattville, Alabama, the teaching team of Mrs. Blaisdell, Mrs. Lammers, and Mrs. Laughlin at Webster City Middle School in Webster City, Iowa, Mr. Fink and his kids at Princess Elizabeth in Windsor, Ontario, Canada, and Mrs. Morgan and her class at Perry Innovation Center East Middle School in Grand Blank, Michigan. And our birthday greetings go to Ray in Hsinchu, Taiwan, Bethany in Bettendorf, Iowa, Brandon in Tucson, Arizona, Maryland for Emily in Ellicott City and Raphael in Cattonsville, Ava in Lawrenceville, Georgia, to California for McKinley and Benjamin, both in Oakland, and Tiger in Alameda, Callan in Essex Junction, Vermont, Illinois for Sloane in Chicago. Teddy in Mount Prospect, and Blake in Granville, Rainer in Miami, Florida, Payson in Angier, North Carolina, Chloe in Norwell, Massachusetts, and to New York for Hannah in Port Washington and Samantha in New York City. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we hope you tune in for more Kid News tomorrow morning.